TheOAMNetwork.com. Hello and welcome to Pop A Pasty Podcast. This is Cherry Cheesecake, and you can find me at NakedNerdyBlogger.com. I have a special guest today. It is Carly Lawrence. Welcome. Hi, Cherry. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being on my show today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so Carly here is a former Grizz girl. Um, so when did you do that? I started, my first year was 2012, so I did it through the 2012-13 season, 13-14 season, and then this past season, 14-15, so. Okay. All right. Well, that's really cool. I'm guessing that's a really good experience. Um, I actually got a poster of you. Uh, I guess Chris did whenever he first met you. And uh, I think you signed it or something, didn't you? Ooh, probably. <laughs> you were like, I hope you put it hey. above your bed. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We, uh, we stare oh, at it all the time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, But yeah, Carly actually has a really great Twitter and she really has a great Vine. She is really hilarious. And uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, you know, your social media self. Uh, Tell us about like when you started all of this. Um, I mean, I kind of caught on to the whole Twitter, Twitter trend and Vine trend as those kind of came about. Mm -hmm. Um. In the scene, you know, Twitter was a few years back. Vine was somewhat more recent, but I don't know. I just really, I've always enjoyed the creativity that Twitter and uh, Vine both allow. Um, yeah. It's a really, really good outlet f- just to get out just little quirks and little things that you think on a daily basis. Just, <laughs> just a little way to th- convey that information rather than... You know, I don't need to call somebody and tell them that. I don't need to, you know, if you want to see what's up, you'll see what's up. Like, <laughs> yeah. take, a, take a look. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really liked um, one of my favorite vines from you that was kind of recent, actually, was your Cabin Fever one <laughs> that you did uh, when we got snowed in. That was so funny. I'm going to have to link that um, in the uh, in the bio that I do for you because it was just so funny. Thank you. You're welcome. It was really well done, too. Um, I was really impressed by it. I think not only just because it was funny, but because you did really interesting, like, a camera work because you went into your lips. And then I don't know how to explain it, like, over audio, but I'll just post a link. It's really funny. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard because I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just have me, myself, (laughs) and I to be able to mess with the camera and stuff, but... um, you know, when I can successfully nail something <laughs> like that was a difficult thing for me. So I was very you know, happy about it. But how did you think of something like that? But honestly, cabin fever. Like I, <laughs> I really like I blame a lot of things on me being an only child and like mm-hmm. having to grow up completely entertaining myself like 24 <laughs> seven. So mm-hmm. it's really like that's what I base like that's why I am the way that I am. And that's mm-hmm. the way that's, that's just what goes on. Like, and that's how I entertain myself. So, um, <laughs> that's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, actually a lot of viners seem to be that way where they just have to do vines by themselves a lot. So I can understand that. It seems like a lot of people just have to collab with themselves and it's really funny seeing them be like 15 different characters in six seconds. It's crazy. Oh yeah. It's very like, it's really impressive. There's some it really, is. really talented people yeah. on there. So I mean, my, 
vines are nothing compared to everyone that, <laughs> you know, Some a lot of people have like lighting set up and yeah. different cameras and everything. And it gets really intense, which that would be really awesome to be able to do. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's actually like turned into a really, really interesting art form it has yeah a like lot storytelling of, yeah. in six seconds just in like mm-hmm. being able to convey that like it's just i think it's really really cool it is really cool it's really interesting to see what some people can do and a lot of things that i'm really impressed by are when people have sponsors and then they do like i saw one for like pringles where a guy took like a basket of some other food it was supposed to be like a salsa pringle or something and he takes like a basket of like different fruits and then he throws it into a fan and then it comes out as pringles through the fan and i was like the fuck just happened (laughs) the time like you have to get the timing right with stuff like that too it really like blows my mind it does technology meets like you have to like technology meets artistry meets creativity meets it's just all combined into one and it's really impressive it is it really is like i i don't know i feel that way about youtube right now i'm really trying to break into youtube like not really be youtube famous but you know just try to get my brand out there via youtube and i see all these other youtubers and i'm just like i feel embarrassed sometimes (laughs) but then i'm like i'm working with what i've got so i should be happy you know Exactly. And everybody starts like at that point. Like I used to, it was a couple years ago um, when I was in college, I uh, made YouTube videos a lot. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what, why I was really excited that Vine became a thing Mm -hmm. because it was a little more private because it's not as known because when I had YouTube videos out, I don't know, it's just a little too public for me at the time because I was in college and I still was trying to like maintain a good reputation within within school not that i was like doing anything crazy on my videos but i was still just trying to maintain a really private life yeah and um but with vine it's just you know little (laughs) little mini videos yeah it's just it's it's cool to be able to do that but yeah being Mm -hmm. able to having your own youtube channel and being able to start your own brand like you'll do great with that look at you now like you're doing great it'll (laughs) thank you yeah yeah, I I try. It's it's hard to break into that sort of thing, but you know, you everybody starts somewhere. I feel like um Twitter is kind of like that too because it's not really as much art going into it, but there's definitely something to say about, you know, being able to say something really funny in just a few amount of characters. That's also really interesting to me too. I I absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, it takes it's just I don't know, it's a certain type of, even, it all even narrows down to, like, the punctuation that you Mm -hmm. use. Yeah. Whether, because sometimes there are no rules as far as punctuation on Twitter, I feel like. Because sometimes the humor in whatever somebody's trying to say is better conveyed, like, if something's purposely, like, lowercase or, I don't know. Yeah, it is, yeah. The the way that it (laughs) looks on it, it's just, it's strange, but it's just a little characteristic that, of Twitter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely, like, a talent. Like, the way that you arrange the words you're saying and make mm-hmm. it, like, it just, yeah. I know. Chris works really hard on that mm-hmm. all the time where he is just, like, he will show me a tweet, like, three different ways before he's really satisfied with it. Because, you know, like, once that tweet is out there, I mean, it's there. And your, you know, audience, I don't even know what mm-hmm. other word to use yeah. for it because it really is an audience. Your audience... um, they're going to read it and they're going to see like you from that basically mm-hmm. like even if it's a joke and they know it's a joke it's just you have to be you know really precise mm-hmm. yeah 
anybody that's active on Twitter, I guarantee that they have a very um, filled draft folder. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he has um, probably like thirty drafts yeah. right now. It's crazy, and some of them don't make any sense. Like one of them that I read the other day was a uh, two ninjas high five, and then and that is the entire tweet that he has written. And he said one day he's just going to post all of his drafts and just. See what happens. I mean, even drafts like that where they're not even done. And I'm going to laugh that day. <laughs> because it's it's just going to be a bunch of jumbled mess that makes absolutely no sense. But it's Twitter, so it's, like, <laughs> fine. Yeah. yeah, it's Twitter, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, I wanted to make a little announcement um, just for the viewers that I have. The steady viewers that I have. Um, we actually are going to have a new co-host uh, pretty soon, and her name is Jennifer Bradley. She's sitting in the room right now. She's, uh, you know, in the corner being creep. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's going to be on a few of our future podcasts, so look out for that. I uh, just want to make that little announcement. And she's wearing a leopard dress if you wanted to visualize it. And kind of see-through leggings. And it looks sexy. great. <laughs> She's giggling. And we all like it. So. We are loving her in the corner right now. She's like a centerpiece to this room. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so speaking of Chris, though, uh, I did want to plug his Hell podcast. I was telling you about that. Uh, it yes. just came out recently. It is the most ridiculous podcast that you will ever listen to. Is not professional whatsoever. It really makes no sense. And the whole catch is that they have to be different characters, whoever's on the show, and they all have to say hell in every sentence. Um, so if you like something that makes literally no sense, then you will enjoy Hell the podcast. And you can see that on the OAM network if you check that out. And now we're going to segue again. Sounds super fun. <laughs> And we're going to talk about one of my favorite movies, Clueless. Yes. <laughs> I freaking love that movie. I saw that when I was like a little girl. And uh, I don't know if I really wanted to be Cher, but I was very into that movie. Very into that movie. For sure. I thought like <laughs> I wanted to be, I wanted to be Dion because I thought she was gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She's still gorgeous. She looks the exact same. She does. Did you see the reunion pictures when they all got together again? Yes. Yes. They all looked, you know, pretty much the same. That's the same like with the Saved by the Bell cast, I feel like. When they it is, yeah. got back together on The Tonight Show, they all pretty much looked the same except Kelly Kapowski was pregnant. But I still mm. want to look like her. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is she? Oh, she's the she's the brunette. Yes. Yeah. I I always forget that girl's name. Um she was in that horrible horrible movie uh that basically ruined her career. And I don't know why I can't think of that right now because it's like one of my favorite awful awful movies. It's on Netflix right now. It's um Who? It's about her being a stripper. Which Oh, uh Berkeley, Jessica Berkeley or yeah. Are you thinking of the Saved by the Bell girl? Yeah. 
Oh, What's yeah, the chick who played, who was Jessie. Yeah. Um, what was her name? What was that movie? Uh, Showgirls. Showgirls, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, they talk, They like, she like knows her career. Oh, God. But who am I to judge? I don't have a career to <laughs> ruin, so. It was so bad. <laughs> I never really saw it, honestly. Really? Yeah. You have to watch that on Netflix. Like, go home after this and go watch Showgirls because you will feel a lot better about your life really okay, i mean good. and there's some weird lesbian action in there you know it's great for like the whole family um <laughs> <laughs> she puts ice on her nipples it's just it's a oh, great movie is that the plot <laughs> that is the plot oh, <laughs> she uh whenever she has sex she like bends over and she like flops around like a fish Mm. Oh, <laughs> it happened several times in the movie. That's the trailer. <laughs> that's the entire trailer of that movie. That's it's... Not, well, that sounds great. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. You should definitely check that out. <laughs> but let's talk about Clueless first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We segued a little bit, <laughs> but um, I saw like a few buttons coming out recently, like. There's, like, buttons and T-shirts and even stuff at, like, Claire's recently that had Mean Girls and Clueless and Mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing. And I don't know. I feel mixed emotions because I feel really happy that those movies are, like, getting, you know... The attention they deserve. Yeah, for the, like, I guess younger generations because I don't see anyone my age really going into Claire. I went there with my little sister, so, you know. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. well, Iggy Azalea <laughs> just recently like did that video where she dressed up like her and stuff, which like made me upset because I'm like, yeah, that's too. It's almost too late to do that. So it's like the newest generation that's like listening to her. Like, I don't know. Obviously, we recognize that that's from that video, mm-hmm. but like the younger people, like, are they too young to have seen Clueless? Like, I don't know. I just don't want, you know, Cher and Alicia Silverstone herself to. Yeah. Not get the credit that they deserve. I know. I, I understand. Maybe that's a mm-hmm. respectful thing. Maybe, is she like, I don't know. I guess maybe she really likes that movie or something. I, I understand it to a degree, but I also really don't like her as a person. I just don't want people to like the movie for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's I understand kind of what, what it. Saying. That's honestly mm-hmm. kind of what it is. is yeah. I just don't want them to like it just because Yeah, he's repping it, so... Yeah, she's kind of terrible. <laughs> I I like when um, something bad happens in the world and uh, you get to... Yeah, something bad happens yeah. in the world. Or like, you know, with the Caitlyn Jenner thing coming out, um, yeah. you get to really see which celebrities you are going to hate in the future by their tweets. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking of Twitter, like, you really get to see, like, Drake Bell is an asshole. So that's where they put their opinions out there, and that's how you really get to know, like, them more so as a person. It does make it a more per- like you get to know it them does. a little better personally, not through tabloids and such. Not that I, I mean, I really don't care that yeah much about in that kind of yeah sense, but um, but yeah, definitely. There, there's a degree of like most of the people that say it, I'm not really surprised by. Like, you can't like really like Donald Trump and then be like, oh, 
that mm-hmm. opinion, you know, you know what Donald Trump is going to say. He mm-hmm. is an old, rich, white man. Like, you know what horrible things he's going to say. But, like, some people surprise you. Like, Snoop Dogg will sometimes surprise you. And, you know, Drake Bell is a has-been. And now Josh Peck is the hot one <laughs> who is famous on Vine. Yeah. How the times have changed. <laughs> I'm so glad that we didn't have, like, Twitter or really that much of, like, a celebrity internet back in, like, the 90s because I feel like... Oh, I absolutely agree. I would be so jaded on certain people. Oh, my gosh, I agree. <laughs> like, just reading their tweets and being like, Alanis said, I thought I liked you. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Jennifer's laughing in the background. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't know. I really get really nerdy about social media, so. Yeah. No, I'm definitely, like, I like keeping up with people that I respect. And, like, I like to read biographies and autobiographies of, like, people that I admire. Like, especially, mm-hmm. you know, comedians in general. And so I, you know, of course I follow them. And then um, I really like Lena Dunham. Mm-hmm. But she's one of them that will definitely like oh, get yeah. involved with a social <laughs> issue and tweet her mind about it. And, yeah, like, I really like that about her. Not that I necessarily agree with everything that she says, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I think that's great. Yeah, Say yeah. What you want. I I agree. Like, there's. I mean, I'm not really that into her per se, but like certain, but yeah. yeah but I agree like with that. Example. Like, I think that you should be able to say what you want to say, even if you are a celebrity, because even though you're a celebrity, you're not like above making a mistake, you oh, know. Yeah. And I think we also need to remember that. But at the same time, don't be a bigot. <laughs> True. Yeah. There's one Twitter that I really like. Um, it shares. Have you ever read shares? Like share the singer, uh, not share the. <laughs> oh my, really? Yes. She says the craziest stuff. Share is crazy. <laughs> she is crazy. She says like sentences that don't make any sense, and like they'll be like halfway done. She'll be like the dog walked, and then she posts that, and I'm like, oh share. <laughs> See, I'm not a fan of Cher. I just always thought her voice kind of sounded like a car alarm. I just, like, (laughs) couldn't really do it. Like, I'm not really, like, that much of a fan of her music. I'm more of a fan of her Twitter. So that's a weird, like, flip-flop. like, staying around and... (laughs) For tweeting some stuff. stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Go Cher. Yeah. Bringing it back. (laughs) Um, So you said that you read, like, biographies by comedians? Yeah. Who have you read? Yeah, that's one of my favorite. I love that. I've read Steve Martin's Born Standing Up. Um, I've read Jen Kirkman's um, Mindy Kaling, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, Mm -hmm. Mike Birbiglia, um, Nick Offerman. I should have written down a list. Like, it's (laughs) just, oh, I I read um, Gilda Radner's. Mm -hmm most recently and now i'm going through a book the best of nora efron Mm -hmm. um but there's i have there's so many more yeah um it definitely there are some comedians that i really like their writing style Mm -hmm. but not so much their stand-up yeah and then there are some where it's the other way around too so it's it's really interesting because you see different sides of Mm -hmm. the way that people think the way that people interpret things um, yeah when you compare the two so Actually, uh, Jennifer was 
talking to me yesterday or the day before about Amy Poehler's book, and she's really recommending it. What's your favorite book that you've read so far? Um, I really liked... Uh, who's the other one? Oh, I, well, I really like Jen Kirkman's. Mm-hmm. She um, worked a lot on with Chelsea Handler, which mm-hmm. I never really was that big of a fan of yeah. Chelsea Handler of the show. I do like I understand why you know I respect her. And yeah, I think she, she's hilarious, but she's just not necessarily my taste. But mm-hmm. um, Jen Kirkman, I really really liked her book and her um, writing style, and I felt like I could really relate to her, even though she's like in her forties or something. <laughs> yeah, um, not that that you know makes a huge difference but um she's super cool but then i'm not so much into her stand-up um Hmm. but that's one of my favorite books i also really liked um amy poehler's was really really good it was a lot about marriage and children and stuff which was still really interesting but she still did touch on like her earlier years and stuff which Mm -hmm. um i found interesting um yeah uh, i liked mindy kalings and i liked her writing style and i like her in general also and um, who was that one girl that was on Saturday Night Live that now she does a bunch of random work? Um, she did like, okay, she did the thing with Will Ferrell and the lover and, oh, what was her name? Yeah. Rachel Dratch. I really liked her book. <laughs> okay. I'm so glad that you got that. But, um, no, I really liked it. Jennifer. I really, re- I remember her book and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I just, well, are you reading any books? I'm not reading, like, any comedy books because I really don't have a reason to. Mm -hmm. I have 24-7 comedy in my house. Yes. (laughs) So, you know, I get enough. But... um, Rexotic dancer. (laughs) (laughs) Rexotic dancer. Um, But, uh, yeah, I... Like, the books that I type... That I really like to read are, like... I like Stephen King books. Like, that's just me. I like horror books okay like my favorite book and movie is the shining and oh my gosh yeah i'm just i'm that person i wish i could do that <laughs> really yeah <laughs> i can't i can't even watch the haunted mansion with eddie murphy oh my gosh <laughs> like i couldn't watch i can't watch disney movies um, <laughs> not kidding you what um, i can't watch like snow white i can't watch I remember I never even opened a Sleeping Beauty movie when I was a kid. Are you scared by it or are you just like... It freak? Yeah, it freaks me out. Oh. Like the witch in Snow White mm-hmm. freaks me out. Um, it's just an anxiety thing, I guess. Oh. I just... I don't like that. So they're like... I have a very like limited... Um, Amount of movies that you can watch. Like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of without like yeah. getting scared. Huh. Um, so it's really embarrassing, and uh, <laughs> now everyone knows. <laughs> no, that's interesting. I I like that. That's interesting thing about you. I would not have guessed that, but I don't know. I just I really like horror movies. Like I I don't want to see like a full on like for real like someone getting murdered. But like if I can pull myself away, I get really really scared by movies when uh somebody's hands or feet get cut you are like pulling back in Mm -hmm. your chair but it uh i don't know that just that's where i draw the line like i'm too scared by that but i don't like that either like i don't know something about it just really freaks me out and i'm just like i need to just leave and like maybe just go cry for a while it's just terrifying to me 
Like, I guess I can, like, feel it or something, or I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like that I at all. Like either, <laughs> I don't like it either, I don't like it all either. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I really like The Shining. Like, that's, like, my favorite movie. And um, I actually just got done reading the prequel to it, and uh, it's called Doctor Sleep. And I really recommend it. It's a really good book. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it for you, but I'm <laughs> recommending it for, like our listeners if they really like the shining then i actually think that he did a really good job because you know sometimes when they do like prequels you're like nah like (laughs) like don't do that ever again (laughs) like the thing when they did the thing again and they did like a prequel that's the same name which i find weird but i actually really liked the prequel and i like the original of course too like they did a really good job on both of them but i don't know why they named them the same like i feel like that was that seems silly a marketing mistake i do enjoy a well done prequel though yeah yeah um actually i heard that i don't know if you've ever seen this movie but chris loves it it's called wet hot american summer yes <laughs> Jennifer said best movie ever. <laughs> um but uh apparently they're trying to do a prequel with the same actors even though they're like 20 years older, which I think is maybe the best idea that anyone has ever had. <laughs> like it would make no sense because like like it had Amy Poehler in it and it had uh Paul Rudd who I am in love with and um it had like a lot of stars in that Janine Garofalo. Am I saying her last name right? I think so. I, th- I think we'll pretend like I yeah. am. Um, but it had her in it, and like lots of stars from the '90s were in that movie, and a lot of stars from now were in that movie, and um, yeah, they're making a prequel with the same actors, but you know they're 20 years older, so that'll be super great. <laughs> I think that'll be amazing, like. I kind of hope that they don't, like, do any makeup on them, like, any anti-aging makeup, and they just make them wear the same skimpy clothes that they wore, <sighs> because it is, like, a summer camp movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, in the same exact wardrobe, and they're like, see if you can fit in it. Oh, man. Just see. I don't know if I'd sign that contract. <laughs> no, that should be really good. I feel like it's always really interesting to see when um, there are cast that are that well known and that broad that get together and do a movie i feel like they're either a huge success or like not at all success yeah um so we'll see about this one i'm yeah. really excited for it yeah so i know promoting that movie that's not even out yet <laughs> <laughs> i'm excited about jurassic world though yeah it's actually that like that anxiety thing for me <laughs> I bet yeah. that the original was kind of terrifying. I watched it as a kid and I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't do it. So like I think it'd be cool to if there was like an actual theme park like that though. I don't know why that isn't a thing yet. Yeah, I know. Like I think that'd be super cool. I'm sure that after this movie like they probably made this movie so that they could make a theme park like, you know, yeah. how many years later? Yeah. It's been quite a while. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe they'll make, like, finally a um, theme park, hopefully with fake dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> Super dope. Not the real ones. Yeah, not, like, leave the real ones <laughs> underground. Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, did you want to promote anything else, or are you ready to wrap this thing up? I just wanted to promote that you are a wonderful person, <laughs> and thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. I appreciate you coming on. I actually wanted you to come on the show for quite some while, but, you know, we had, like, a weird hiatus for a while, and, mm-hmm. you know, life just happened. Right. So I'm really glad that we finally got to get you on. Thank you. I'd love to come back anytime. Yeah, we'll have to have you back. All right. Well, I have been a Cherry Cheesecake, and you can find me at NakedNerdyBlogger.com, and you can find me anywhere online at all. I mean, you can find me even on Yelp, like literally anywhere. Just type in Cherry Cheesecake. Mm. And uh, this has been my special guest. Carly Lawrence, and you can follow me at, on Twitter, Instagram, Vine, at Carly Laughs. And she is hilarious, so definitely go find her. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. I miss you guys already. (laughs) Bye. Papa Pasty Podcast is a joint production between the OM Network and Cherry Cheesecake. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com and nakednerdyblogger.com.